Hello, naughty monkeys. You know what? Not only are the folks at AdamBendeve.com sweethearts for sponsoring this episode and therefore helping me get to conferences and such to procure more information and knowledge for your brain spaces, but they're also offering a kick-ass deal to listeners. So it's a four-part sweet deal, but super important. If you go to AdamAndEve.com, shop around, you got to remember to type in sex nerd at checkout to get 50% off almost any item. Free shipping, three free adult DVDs, and an extra super secret special gift. Who knows what it is? And FYI, because I know folks think about this, in terms of packaging and credit card statements, adamandeve.com sends your goodies in plain unmarked packaging. I know that people worry about this, so I just want to make sure. Uh, only their address is on the return label. And on your credit card statement, it will say Adam Mail, Mail M-A-I-L, which is pretty unassuming too. So if you're a shy monkey, no one will know you're doing the grown-up. So, go to adamandeve.com, type in sex nerd at checkout, and get four awesome bonuses. 50% off almost any item, free shipping, three free DVDs, and a super secret gift. That's just awesome. Now entering Nerdist.com. Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra Podcast. Whoa, what are all these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. <laughs> oh, weird. At the end of that sip of coffee, I kissed the air for no reason. <laughs> it's because then it was supposed to be something sexual sounding. But yeah. No? I mean... No, I didn't do it on purpose at all. I uh, I just, well, maybe I did it subconsciously. You're just like, I love you, coffee. <laughs> exactly. I want to fuck coffee. Yeah. Um, uh, Dave, I just got back from Japan. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, okay, you don't have to pretend like you don't know. When, I'm just uh, stating. Why don't you tell me a series of things that I <laughs> definitely haven't heard yet about Japan? <laughs> hey, okay, we just spent an uh, accumulation of, what, 14 hours in a car together? Oh, yeah. Driving up to San Francisco and back? Yeah. It was awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. So much silence. Women drivers, huh? Asian drivers, huh? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, it was actually, well, San Francisco was amazing. Yeah, um, so great. Thank you, by the way, to all the listeners who came out to the class that I taught at Good Vibes. Absolutely. You were all nodding, and like, I could tell that. I heard about the nodding. It was crazy. I'm like, and but just P.S. There's some resources on the podcast. Lots of nodding. Like, oh yeah, and there was this uh, pelvic guru episode nodding. I'm like, whoa, you guys, I've listened to this. That's weird. Well, you know, you have fans. I, you know, you need to accept that. It's now. been almost a year, and I'm only now feeling like, oh okay, this is actually a thing where I don't know. Is that why uh, you're 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 finally comfortable wearing your space dress around <laughs> me? So I'm just wearing a space dress. Last I recording bought this in session. Japan. Oh, did you really? Yeah, this is a Tokyo find. I was very really? excited. Was it in the men's section? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Saturn is on my boob. It's great. I love it. Well, the stars. Saturn boob. Yeah. They call me Saturn boob. Yeah, these are cock rings around it. It's not... <laughs> no, it's no, they're no, not. No, they're not. It's just it's a space. <laughs> it's yeah, it's just space. Just tying it in. Um, thank you to everyone who has a. Uh, thrown out because uh, they kind of crowdsourced archetypes and I've got tons on Twitter and on Facebook and I want to like take them all and make a giant list so that we can have a list of archetypes yeah yeah Waste also I think we should also thank the people who there are a bunch of people that wrote to me after uh, I slash we vented about trolls oh, like right, that right. guy who wrote the awful thing to us uh, and and thank you for for writing back about that. So many people were like, "Hey man, fuck that guy!" I was like, <laughs> "Oh wow, what an what an adorable world we live in." Fuck that guy. Now, I I just noticed that there were a couple of really like loving iTunes comments after like, "You guys are the best." And I was like, "I have oh. a feeling you listened to that episode and then sure wanted to be extra, uh, you know, exciting." Hey, I have an update. First of all, before we get into this crazy Japanese adventure I went okay. on. Okay. I'm married. That's <laughs> the update. Sandra and I got married in the car. <laughs> we stopped off in we Fresno. Up, yeah, in Fresno. <laughs> and they were like, yep, we can do that for you. Yeah. For you. That's we, how they talk. We fell in love. And then we annulled it on the way back because we realized, like, we're just friends. Yeah. 
married in Fresno ain't married, or I don't need to shit on <laughs> Fresno. I like Fresno. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, so you remember how um, in previous episode we talked about the guy who had who had a dating profile up and he was really nervous about going on a date with someone. Yeah, and whatnot. Do you um, remember? Well, his Jeff- name was Adam, <laughs> Matt, Brian, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. From his name New was Jersey. Jeff. <laughs> he wrote. Um, after and said thank you so much for the advice sandra because i had written him also um the first date went so well she had a great time and said it was her best date ever this is a guy who uh, is a self-described sex nerd who really hasn't had a girlfriend since high school he's about 20 years old and it was just terrified even though he listens to the show and he loves this kind of information but hadn't really put it into practice so um, yeah, she's had a great time and it was her best date ever because we had fun, not dinner. Ha ha. Uh, she thought the rock climbing was creative and actually asked me out for another date before I got the chance to ask. I also will consider nice. a private session. Uh, thanks again, Sandra. Jeff from New Jersey. It's fantastic. It's a happy ending. Yeah. To a first date. Also, you know. Huh. Never mind. What? Happy ending. I just was hoping that maybe he also received that and her. Oh. I'm, what I'm saying is I hope they both came <laughs> at the end of rock climbing. I hope rock climbing makes them come. Hey, he described himself as a hugger, so I just hope that he got a hug and turned out that she was a hugger and that she was a yeah. dude, you know, with his beard. Well, both are great. Yeah. Honestly, on first date, I'll take a hug over an orgasm for sure. I'm looking at you. For sure. I'm suspicious. If I had to choose between the two, well, I don't know. <laughs> but you it would depend on how the date went. You can get if hugged. I really liked her. I would take a hug over an orgasm for sure. But if we just were like, well, this isn't going to work out, but let's have sex anyway, then that's cool. Your bonus. Yeah. Bonus memories and story. But then you probably, I don't see hugging and not, uh, having sex and not hugging. Have you had sex in the last year and thought to yourself, wow, this is going to be a great story on the podcast? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strange life. Yeah. Strange life we live. Uh, so anyway, Japan. All right. Let's just, I'm just segueing okay. by just saying Yeah, it. that was a terrible segue. No, no, no. I, this is how I Japan. speak in life. This is how Japan. I speak in life. <laughs> it's, uh, Dave, shut up, Japan. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> no, okay. Um, first of all, uh, used panty vending machines. Exist. Yes, because I had heard about them for a long time, and then I heard someone was like, oh, those don't exist anymore. They got rid of those, blah, 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 no big deal anymore. Uh, totally found several of them. They're very expensive. Wow. Yeah, but 1,000 yen to start and four or 5,000 yen if you really want a good time with your used panties. Yeah, that's like three, four bucks. <laughs> no, it was like um, 4,000 yen. That's around 50 bucks. Wow. Yeah, a thousand bucks, a thousand yen is about thirteen bucks. I guess it makes so. sense because a pair of panties, you know, varies between like you know, True. small dollar amounts. Mm-hmm. And if you you know you get some something else out of them, yeah, right. And you like can wash the them price. and wear them, I guess. What the the funny thing is is that I was funny. I was totally gung ho, <laughs> totally like I'm gonna buy some used panties. This is gonna be an experience. And then I get up to the machine. I'm totally like, oh my god, I found some. And then I realize like. I can make these myself. Like, I can just wear panties, and then they're used panties. Like, why am I... Right. Well, that's not the draw. (laughs) Right. It's somebody else's, a stranger's. You get a picture of her, too. Yeah. I just... I couldn't bring myself to buy the used panties. It just was such a waste. (laughs) So funny that your frugalness got in the (laughs) way of, of your panty purchase. Hey, it wasn't so much frugal. It just seemed like kind of anticlimactic to get some like it just was like okay now what oh. i'm gonna do am i gonna sniff them am i just gonna laugh at the stain because they say like stain yay there's all sorts of stuff yeah but if you're not into the sniffing of it or the stain being on your face or whatever <laughs> i don't even know what the stain's for like oh something happened here Proof, yeah <laughs> send it to the police <laughs> dna test it find your true love yeah um with the black light over it but what i was wanting to do is a find a blowjob machine like the standing up blowjob machine and i couldn't find it anywhere and i asked people and i had a screen capture of the one that i found on youtube and um there was one sex store that could possibly have it because the fifth and sixth floors because these sex stores are like six stories high wow yeah that's a, that's a lot of that's a lot of sexiness going on and yeah, but they're also 300 square feet they got a lot of stuff packed in there it was uh, a joke i'm just making jokes oh. about stereotypes about japan uh-huh it's probably a little racist of me. I really don't mean to do that. <laughs> oh, 
they have <laughs> things are very small in Japan. I don't want to talk about condom size right now, but that was really you brought way. that up. Yeah, I was like, uh, I would have brought more condoms back, but they were kind of small in the millimeters. Really? I was like thirty-eight millimeters. What am I supposed to do with this? That's funny. So the the condoms are smaller there. Yeah, like for sure. Yeah, because um, like, you're not talking about you went to a certain place and they had like smaller condoms. No, no, because I like because um, Japan is known for having really high quality condoms. Mm-hmm. So I went. I'm like, ah, oh, by the way, big thank you to Yuta, who was um, my guide through the red light district of Japan. So I met up with one of our listeners who was a complete sweetheart. We Facebooked a little bit. We had I had several op, um, opportunities with um, uh, many of you living in Japan, um, but I couldn't. Also, I was kind of partially just sick the whole time because. My relatives were feeding me like I had been starving to death. Sure. And so I just ended up feeling really sick a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <was> Fair like, <laughs> enough. <laughs> so um, I didn't have a lot of... Uh, traveling is difficult. But Utah totally took us around. And, um, Utah. 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 Total sweetheart. So I was frugal possibly with these panties. But what I wasn't frugal with is I was ready to throw down. Prostitutes. Totally. <laughs> Did I, you get a prostitute? No, I wanted to hire a, a male host who and they look like anime characters. They they dress up really fancy and they spike their hair in these interesting ways. And they and shoot fireballs over. <laughs> totally. And they have the, they wear these contacts. A lot of people in Japan now wear these contacts where they make their irises look bigger so that you know there's more brown like the circle is bigger. Oh, wow. So it kind of looks like they're on a crazy drug or you're on a drug looking at them. Weird. And I was like I will hire one of these hosts to give me the boyfriend experience for at least an hour just to know what that's like to hire. Because I don't, I've never hired someone to give me. Interesting. Um, especially a Japanese boyfriend experience. I wanted to. So I had Utah um, go up to them and he was totally nervous. He's a just typical, shy, sweet guy. And he's like, oh, I'm like, are you nervous? He's like, yeah. I'm like, come on, do it for me. It's a learning experience. <laughs> so I had him approach them and ask um, if any of them spoke English. So that, and then I just sat in the background giving them like puppy dog eyes and like stuck up my lower lip like, oh, I'm so lonely. I need, I need some love. I need some friendship. Um, and then all these like pimp type guys came out of the woodwork and were like, what's going on? And then they tried finding me an English-speaking host, and no one could find one. And I was sad. No way. Oh yeah, everyone was like going through their cell phones and like trying to find someone for me. Listen up, guys! Job opportunities <laughs> in Tokyo. Seriously, it's just—I mean, a lot of that um, industry is for Japanese women, mm-hmm. and the women who are Japanese hostesses who um, are sweet and, and chat up guys at hostess clubs. They actually are one of the biggest customers for the Japanese hosts, so the males. Really? So the hostesses go and hire the hosts. Yeah. Really? Switch it around. Yep. According to several sources. Huh. I wonder why that is. Because they want to... Get some affection in return, I think. Right, but but I'm sure that they could do that with like a like a regular person who could be their boyfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah. But just think about how complicated that is to be paid... I need to be sweet to guys and clubs and talk to them and whatnot. And it's a complicated personal life. Sure. It's just sort of like unfortunate that, that is, that's what happens yeah. to your life when that's your job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, just, just I learned so much about Japanese culture while I was there. Like couples do not show, I mean, people don't show affection in public very much. Mm-hmm. Everyone is very serious, um, just on the subway and whatnot. And the only time I saw couples holding hands was when they were really nervous walking through the um, red light district. Huh. And like a lot of the women would like be hiding their face, and they'd be on their way to love hotels to like rent a room for a couple hours. Right. And we and we like we we pretended to be a couple and go into a love hotel and like shop around for the rooms and stuff. It was really fun. Huh. Yeah. So. Uh. <laughs> Got your thinking face on. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, some of that's shocking. Oh, I'm is it? St- yeah. Well, I'm still on the thing about. Uh, about hostesses needing a host. Oh, okay. Um, Old news, Dave. Sh- oh. <laughs> that was 30 seconds ago. Yeah. Um, right. Well, no display of affection in public. There are some upshots to that because, man, there's some affection being displayed in public in America that I wish would go away. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. I even see a lot of overshowing of... Really? No. Where? I don't know. But I see some people <laughs> gorging out each other's mouths. And, like, I guess I should probably just think that's fine. But sometimes it really catches me off guard. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, 
Guys, go to a love hotel or whatever. <laughs> oh, I wish we had love hotels. We do. They're just not clean. No. Okay. <laughs> did we talk about this on the road trip? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't um, remember that. It was all the drinking all. we did. Yeah, during during the drive. <laughs> no. Fresno. Yeah, it was Fresno. Good times. Oh, love. Love lost, you know? Whatever. <laughs> but because okay the reason they have love hotels like i talked about this on the previous one is because like everyone lives with their families so there's no room for mm, sexy time right um also there are a lot of i mean people having affairs and whatnot so they too also need um places outside their home to do that love hotels are really affordable there because so many people need them it's a huge industry and it's like a fantasy world you go okay i couldn't find any themed hotels that was that's too bad. Really disappointing. But what I discovered was something even more exciting, which is how much I want love hotels here. And for like 50 bucks, you get 12 hours in a room and you have a massage chair and a jacuzzi and a really cushy bed. And sometimes like a Wii, you can play video games. There's karaoke. I mean, you have like a party room. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, that would be so hard to get away with in this, in this country. Oh. It's too bad. It's too bad. But see, you can get that here. It's probably just 300 bucks a night. Sure. I mean, it all, you also just couldn't call it a love hotel. I mean, I guess you could. Mm-hmm. It's not illegal to have sex and to do it in a room. A romance motel? But also, you can't just... I mean, you can't just get a hotel room. You could just also do that. But you don't get all those cool things. Right, but there should... I'm, just open a hotel that has all those <laughs> things in the rooms. And then it's really expensive. Well... I don't really know what you want me to do here. You're tying my hands, Sandra. (laughs) Fix it. Things cost what they cost. We're in a recession, okay? All right. Open a free hotel. Do that. Free hotel. It's called free hotel. (laughs) Freehotel.com. I just really like the idea that it'd be called, it's kind of like a spa hotel because you're really relaxing what you can do. It sounds amazing. Yeah. You can do whatever you want in that bed. Yeah. But. You get other things. I mean, I want to do that right now just to go uh, get a massage and play Wii. Totally. You know what I mean? Nothing else. Bowl while getting massaged. Bowl? Just oh, right. With a little, just swish of the wrist. Yeah. Uh, spare. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. So I uh, went shopping in the red light district. Okay, first of all, red light district, they're different all over the world. But the one in Tokyo is in Kabukicho, and it's really fun. Like, yeah? like people go just the regular clubs there. It was really fun watching because people during the day are very business-like walking around Tokyo and then at night when everyone's at the bars and whatnot, people are getting trashed in the streets. Like people are just like That's great. loud and boisterous and I was like, yay, we're partying now. It's fun. Um, I mean, also, wow, that girl's really trashed. But, you know, that's just people. Oh, sure. That's just Hollywood on a <laughs> Saturday night. Yeah, that's everywhere where <laughs> people it, drink. It was fun to see that switch because it was such an extreme shift. Um, so I was like, ah, oh, people letting loose. That's relaxing. Oh, also, I understand karaoke now. Oh? I used to hate karaoke. Now I love karaoke. What changed you? How tense every it felt there because i'm a very like i'm very expressive Uh i'm effusive i i'm excited and i smile and everyone is so serious there and like it's kind of robotic the way you go around the city and uh, people are very nice and very sweet in stores and whatnot and they bow and whatnot but i just all of a sudden i found myself singing while walking down the street and i was like why am i singing i never sing and then i realized that i was so tense from like all the social constraints i was feeling around myself because i like to respect culture and kind Mm -hmm. of fit within those parameters that I just started singing and I felt way better. Huh. I get it now. Karaoke. Do it to be free. Sure. Yeah. Also in the red light district, we went uh, to a Thai restaurant and um, we karaoke a lot. That was fun. That? What songs did you sing? Um, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Really? That is uh, so that, interesting. That, that was um, their the Thai family's choice because it was just the Thai family, their kids, right in the red light district, just hanging out, eating Thai food, and then Utah, me, and, and a relative. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and so they handed it to us. And it was like, what night was that? That you? Oh, wait, no, never mind. It was like a Friday or Saturday. Okay. For some reason, I mixed it up and thought that you were in Japan while I was in San Francisco for half a second. In my brain. <laughs> no. And I asked because the last night that I was in San Francisco, um, well, uh, the last night we both were in San Francisco, mm-hmm. but we weren't hanging out that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're um, not friends. Yeah, Ugh. Weird. gross. Ugh. Uh, 
I know. Girls. Ugh. Girls drivers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, there's this girl, uh, this hilarious uh, comedian who I'd met uh, the night before who uh, just grabbed me. We were at this bar. And oh, she, yeah. Yeah, I told you this, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, she was like, do you want to do a shot? And I was like, yes, of course I do. Uh, but then she like took me down the street to another bar, which was a either a Japanese or Chinese karaoke bar. And she was like, what are you drinking? And I was Excellent. like, whiskey. We took a shot of whiskey. And then after that, the uh, bartendress, and there were only four people in this bar, and they were all uh, Asian and very old, nice. uh, including her. She picked up the mic and just belted out My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, I was enamored. And we both were like, yeah! <laughs> no one else in the bar cared, but we were all just screaming. And then after that... We took a shot of Chinese whiskey, which I had never had before. Was it delicious? No, no. It tastes like the inside of a butt. <laughs> it was terrible. It has snake venom in it, apparently, which is why. I mean, what is the purpose of that? Did it? Was it like hallucinogenic or whatnot? No, but it got me really drunk. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, okay then. As you would think booze would do. But yeah, it was like if whiskey tasted like fermented butt. like that. <laughs> that oh, man. With snake venom in it. It really, like, if, yeah, if you could ferment someone's ass. <laughs> You're selling me on it right now. Well, I'll say this. Uh, it puts hair on your on your butt or whatever. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's Some, what I want. Uh, it puts hair on your butt. <laughs> <laughs> we did that. We did Shakira, uh, Your Hips Don't Lie. English or Spanish? Uh, English. Boo. Oh, there was some Spanish. Utah, fantastic karaoke singer. Really? Yeah, it was fun. Where's Utah now? Uh, he's in Japan, okay. being Japanese, okay. doing Japanese things, fine. eating Japanese candy. Although, apparently, me dragging him around the red light district, forcing him to be my translator, um, has inspired him to try more things in the red light district. Oh, that's so, great. You kept in touch with him? Uh, yeah, yeah. We Facebooked a little bit. Because uh, we went to a soap land, uh, which is, it's like... On the out, basically, it's a place where you go to have lovely Japanese women uh, soap you up and wash you and whatnot. But uh, according to my source, it really is everyone knows a place where you have sex. It's a brothel. But apparently they still wash you beforehand and possibly sprinkle you down after. <laughs> oh. I want to be sprinkled down. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm not sure, but it's just like kind of a paltry wash. Just like throw glitter on you and then like get the fuck out of here. Because I asked him, I'm like, well, could I go? Well, not me. There were lots of signs that say Japanese only. Got to be a Japanese man in Tokyo. There's so much fun stuff to do with your penis there. There's like pink salons where you can just get a blowjob at your table. There's, what now? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. That's nuts. Yeah. No. Penis. Is all this stuff legal? Kind of. What does that Apparently mean? not, but kind of looked the, it's. They just don't care. Right. I mean, I mean, within the red light district, you have the love hotel area. You have like the, the little alleyways that have the soap lands. You have the main area. You've got a the lot of The alleyways that have stores. the soap lands. What does that mean? Like you might not be on the main drag, but like off in the corners, you'll see like the soap lands. What does that mean? Oh, oh, that there's, it's permeates the whole entire space. Like it's just, it's, it's a booming industry and there's even sections to the red light district for different things that you want. Sandra. What? What's a soap land? It's the place where you um, get washed down and then have sex with someone. Okay. For that you pay. It's called. Did you already say that? And yes. I just missed it. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. The soap line is the place where I you get. I didn't realize that that's what you that's what was that was called. Yeah, I'm because I asked. Was, 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 was. Yes, yes, that's exactly. So if you're planning a trip, I, personally, I would love to have a romantic one week trip where I go to Tokyo and just like stay in a different love hotel every night. You know, and just oh yeah, goof that around. Great. That sounds great. Um. Also, when you go into the lobby of the Love Hotel, you don't go up to a person and be like, oh, let me have a room. You go up to a giant panel of mm -hmm. pictures of different rooms and they have different prices for every room and then a button. And then when, because we watched a couple do it, like we kind of stood off to the side uh, and watched them and they just picked a room and then they walked up and around the corner to the front desk where they paid for it and then they gave them huh. the key. So you didn't have to talk about the room at all. You just looked at the pictures and chose your room. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's very automated, very little human interaction. It's like a hotel room vending machine. Right. You know, totally. There are so many vending machines. There really? Produce vending machines. Really? Yes. Wow, I wonder who fills those. Produce people. <laughs> produce people. Produce people. Yeah. Magical fairies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was totally a vending machine for love. Um, but it was funny, too, because I, at one point on my trip, I was in the Red Lake District with Utah and a female relative just walking around and we went into the, one of the love hotel lobbies and 
we got thrown out because she said only couples. She thought we were a threesome waiting to happen. Only couples allowed. That is a weird line to draw. <laughs> yeah. But I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, no, actually, it doesn't make any sense to me. But okay. Yeah. Rules is rules, man. We're just laughing, especially when yeah. one of them you're related to, and you're like, we're just, we're late. Never mind, we'll leave. <laughs> just sure. don't worry about it. No, we just, yeah, well, it would have been creepy if you were like, no, nah, we just wanted to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> You're like holding up a black light gun. Let <laughs> <laughs> me just get in there for I, a second. I don't. Hey, everything is so clean there that I mean, I, I, I expect. If whenever I go, I'm bringing a black light gun, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna disprove <laughs> this theory that everything's clean there. Aw, I'm sad that I couldn't find any theme hotels. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, but honestly, a lot what of them... theme? What themes at the top of your list? Well, I mean, the internet famous Hello Kitty bondage room. I would have liked to see. Oh, I mean, that. that would be interesting to see. Sure, yeah. but that wouldn't be my first choice for a room for me to hang out in. Okay, hang out in. I don't know the rocket ship. <laughs> I guess maybe because I'm wearing a space dress, but just not erotically speaking, but just because I love the idea of an adult themed like space room with a rocket ship bed that just cracks me up. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> you can totally do that, though. You know that, right? Like, <laughs> yes, you can just do that. That is in my power to do. I just want to pay someone else to. I just want to be. You just want to have a night. rocket ship room for a day. Yeah. Yeah. After probably two days, the rocket ship bed would be like a little much. Yeah, and then I'd hurt my head on like the cutout well, of the rocket. On the totally, side. and you'd have to wear your space dress every day. <laughs> right for demand. You can't be wearing a, a kisses shirt. <laughs> Shut up. In your rocket. <laughs> bed look face <laughs> whoa someone came up with a good insult today look look face look, look mr body heaven guy <laughs> you <laughs> oh god this is like that time you said that your email address was like the internet or whatever <laughs> just email me at internet.biz or whatever <laughs> i don't remember what you said I'm Sandra at Twitter dot Sandra. <laughs> I remember what you said. It was so ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> it's hard sometimes having a mic in front of you. You just go blank. You're like, I don't know what I'm saying. I get it. No, you actually, don't. I don't. That yeah. never happens to me ever. You're so professional. I've never once said something stupid on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm Sandra. My middle name is the internet, and you can email me at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I didn't tell you about me trying to go into a soapland. No, you did not tell no. me about that. I mean, I, I realize it's, I mean, I'm, I still think it's like, it's the afternoon right now and I still feel like it's morning. Like, I don't know what's happening right now. Uh, so I'm a little out of it still. Like, did you have to go into a waterland before you went into a soapland? <laughs> huh? Anyone? Eh? Get it? So, uh, huh, what? Nothing. Go for it. No, I was just continuing to mumble the rest of the joke oh, okay. that was completely unnecessary. Um, Keep talking about the internet. We were tired. Walking around, I mean, t travel takes it out of you. We're just walking around the Relic District obsessed with everything. Just mm -hmm. like, what is this? What is that? Maid Cafe. Oh. oh uh, hostess Cafe. Oh, a girl bar. Oh, what's that? Whoa, what's a girl bar? It's like a hostess I like cafe. Girls and I like bars. <laughs> it's like a hostess cafe, but instead of her sitting with you, she's she's across the. It's like a oh. more casual, more affordable uh, hostess bar. Interesting. A more cash, like a little go-go bar thing. When you walk in, is there like a vending machine where you get to pick which girl you want, and you just go over to the table? Uh, I'm just starting to imagine that the whole place is vending machines. Uh, it more so than it's. It's pretty vending machine really? heavy. It's I'll tell you what I wish. I know this is a kind of an aside, but I wish that I IKEA was just one huge vending machine. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Just like a six story tall and you like took a ladder up and you're like that one. Hit the and you, and you it, use your and whole hand like it's a gigantic yeah, button. Totally. And then it has to slide out the slot. It says that was easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was easy. Um and then, like, six tiny Swedish people run over in, in blue shirts. And they're like, thank you. And then they put it in your, in your car. And then they have sex with you. Uh -huh. <laughs> anyway, so so a girl bar. Right. You were talking about going into the soap. Well, it's, I mean, my companions were like, there it is, Sandra. And I'm like, no, we got to go in. It's like, no, you're not allowed. And it's like, oh, but we got to go in. And he's like, this is what you're going to find inside. Like, you're going to go into a room. And he showed you his dick. <laughs> and there's going to be pictures of all the women you can choose. Oh. And I was like, I want this. I want. I just want to see it. So I, I go through the doorway, and there's a staircase that leads down to nothing. 
and I, I'm going down the Whoa. staircase very slowly because literally there's no door. It's just a landing at the bottom and it's all carpeted and kind of red and sparkly. I'm like, okay. And there's a mirror. And the minute my foot touches the ground at the base, the mirror slides open like it's just an automatic opening. And there's a white room. It's exactly how he described it with kind of a partition. I couldn't see into the full room, but I could see the pictures of the women on the wall, and they were all like Polaroids. It was like not. It was very. Oh, wow. It was very low tech, um, and I didn't get a chance to fully look at the pictures of the women on the wall because about two steps in, the two men standing there, both in nice suits, look at me and go, "Ha ha 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 ha! No 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 Like waving at me and kind of just like hurting me back. You had upstairs. to be a man to to come in. A man and Japanese. I mean, maybe. If you had a, a Japanese male friend, you could go as a, a non-Japanese male, but the signs are all Japanese only. I and, huh. and, and so I just took the like, oh, what's this? Oh, I'm looking for the bathroom. I don't know what's going on. Ha ha ha! Sure, is, don't shoot me. Um, because it is scary to kind of go into this place and like, hi, you know. I mean, I was well, nervous. At least, at least the response was laughing. They were exactly like, out, <laughs> die. <laughs> They're German, just so you know. <laughs> I was afraid. <laughs> but yeah, they just started laughing at me and being like, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> and the whole way back up the stairs, I was laughing. I could not stop laughing because I had been so scared going down the stairs that all I could do was laugh going up the stairs. Um, and that was my attempt at getting into a Japanese brothel. Man. Yeah. They did not want me in there. It's too bad. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun though. Yeah. It's I've never fun. been into one. It was like, what if I just want to take a shower? Like, what if I just want to hire someone to give me a bath? Like, can I go to Soapland and just get a bath? Well, you have to be male, Japanese, and straight, apparently. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. Although we did go through the gay like district. It's like a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> 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 we did go through the gay district. It was really adorable. Yeah. It was a lot of affection on the street. Actually, more so than I see in West Hollywood. So it was actually a very cute little area. You know, I liked it. That's cool. Yeah, sweet people. It always is an adorable area, the gay yeah. neighborhood. Are there is there a big gay population in uh, Tokyo? I don't know what the population is. I mean, I definitely noticed that there was a lot in the adult stores because we went to Akihabara, which is like the nerd central. Like if you go to Tokyo and you know, we went to the robot store, and then there are all these like uh, just electronic stores with crazy devices and um, like Yu Gi Oh and random anime collectible things like nerd central is akihabara and several of you thank you tweeted me you have to go to m's in akihabara which is the cleanest nicest sex store in tokyo it has to be so i go to m's right and first of all it's really hard to find anything in tokyo i highly recommend it as an adventure like as just go and travel i mean it doesn't actually and it's very affordable actually right now to go to japan so if that's your dream go seriously akihabara we get out i have my my iPhone, uh, and just, and I'm like trying to find it. And it's hard because things that have addresses don't have regular addresses like they have it here. They have the neighborhood number and then a name, and then you have the block number and then you have the building number. So it's re- it's, you have to kind of figure out where you are in this really strange way. And, but I found it and I got so excited. I was like, it's M's, it's M's, it's the sex store. Um, I'm really impressed with their level of masturbation sleeves. Oh, really? Yes. It's about two floors of porn. Um, vibrators was a floor. There was a whole floor just dedicated to things to put your penis in. And it was just like, it was so fun. It was really bizarre and fun and ridiculous. I loved it. That's great. There's kind of a girly floor. And then there were two levels of, of uh, lingerie. One that was dedicated to costumes. One that was dedicated to just nice lingerie. And an amazing cross-dressing section for men. Oh, really? Lots of adorable little things to put your penis in. Lots huh. of things, huh. all kinds. Of, like, you know the Borat swimsuit that was just sort of like a banana yeah. hammock that go like su- with suspenders. So many colors. Really? Yeah, lots of options. Interesting. Yeah, a little snuggy. Banana for your penis. Yeah. Banana. Yeah, and um, I saw a porn there that was just women licking and caressing doorknobs. Really? Yeah. Wow. I wonder yeah. if I would find that appealing. Was it hot? Oh, I mean, I didn't like pop it in. I saw, saw the DVD case and it just, it didn't strike me as particularly erotic for myself, but what hey. What was it called? Oh, I don't It was in Japanese. No, obviously. Sorry. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> um, Sponge knob square, square job. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but 
I didn't do a whole lot. I mean, I didn't. I was horny for like two weeks while I was in Japan. First of all, because I was with family a lot of the time. I didn't bring a toy because I was going to be good and just sort of do the family thing mm -hmm. and then sneak away. And it was just there was so much like interesting erotic stuff everywhere that I was like, okay, why did I do this to myself? So you didn't get to work it out at all. Mm, it takes me a long time. I did find a few moments, so I worked at it good. a little bit. That's Not good. enough. Have you been on a family trip and just been like, oh, well, then again, probably how long does it take you to, to get off by yourself? Like three minutes? I don't know. What are you assuming minutes? about me here? 10 minutes? An hour. It takes me like an hour. An hour? Without any toys. Really? Yeah, that's what I'm saying right now. Oh, it never takes me an hour. Yeah. At the at the outset, I think it can cause, uh, not outset, at the, at the longest, it can take me probably half an hour. But yeah. usually it's like 10 minutes or less. Mm. It, I mean... Under the right circumstances, it's like 30 seconds. Oh, so jealous. <laughs> yeah. My hand gets so tired. Anyway, the yeah, point that is, happens too. Japan, definitely a lot of pent-up um, stuff going on there. It's interesting, though. One thing that I did do that was out of my comfort zone in the, in the sex-related stuff, though. I didn't tell you this on the road trip. Oh. This is super secret. Actually... It's not secret. This is a podcast. Right. It's a podcast. I Before I tell you what I did. Oh, no. In Japan. She bombed Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I laughing? That's terrible. Why is it terrible? <laughs> it's hilarious, though. I mean, it's like 70 years ago. When we went to M's, the sex store, and I spent hours there, like all my relatives were like, we'll see catch you later. We're going to go look at rice cookers over here. Like seriously, I just stayed for hours just absorbing everything. I actually brought some toys that I bought there. Oh yeah. Cause there's some ridiculous, uh, I couldn't help myself, but there was a lot of lingerie and I was with people. And so I was like, I noticed this sign that if you try on the lingerie and have them take pictures of you in it, you get a discount because there were all these Polaroids at the stairwell of people in lingerie and costumes just like standing there in the dressing room. And if you t get a picture taken, you get like 20% off or 30% off. So there's a photo of you on the wall of this place? So what happened is, this was my first few days in Japan. We, we shop. Uh -huh. I don't buy anything. Except maybe some condoms that are like Gundam condoms, like robot <laughs> condoms. That's so cool. And there were like some snuggly ones that had like a bear and a rabbit. Oh, I can show you. I've got it in the bag. It's a bear and a rabbit? Wait, Where? On the hold tip? On. Here, here. These. These. Uh, Rila condoms. Oh, you calling them snuggly made me think that there was a bear. It's a bear-shaped condom. I haven't opened the box yet. Can I open them? You can go for it, definitely. But, I mean, come on. There's a bear and a... What is it? There's a little Two cartoon bears. bear and a tiny, like, little chiclet. And uh, they're all wearing nightcaps. And there's cookies. And I think, like, they're getting ready there's... for bed. And it's condoms. That's so... Adorable slash terrifying. Can I open it? Yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. Yeah, doing it. I'm doing so it. So I go. Uh, we we sightsee. I live my life. Uh, almost two weeks pass, and I'm like, no, I need to go back to M's and buy some lingerie. Like I have to. I have to. There's like a ridiculous outfit that I need very badly. So I go there, and I decide that I will do the discount just because I never take sexy pictures of myself. That is not something that I generally do. Oh my god. It, are the condoms boring looking? Is there cuteness? Uh, there's no... I haven't opened one yet. Are there but any sexy on, bears? On the package, there are... <gasps> there are... <laughs> there's a bear... One of them has a, a, a bear eating a cookie laying on a pillow. It's just like adorable. It's continued adorableness. People drinking... Or bears. There's like the bird and the two bears playing cards on the... Okay, I'm going to open up the, the condom that has just the bear eating a cookie on a pillow. Let me see, let me and see, see what the condom looks like. Okay, let me see. I want to see that. Oh, it's adorable. It adorable. It's the cutest. All right, hold on. Okay. Do you mind if I open this? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to put it on, too. Balloon animals. Katie's just, like, giggling. She's it's pink. Cute. That's it. And, like, crazy They're totally thin. playing cards. Yeah, they're just playing cards. Are they crazy thin? I want to feel. Oh, that latex is thin. Super thin. And it's just, a, it's just like a pink... It just doesn't smell... Does it smell like right? anything? Smell like cookies? Or it bears? Smells like, it smells like rubber, but... I actually can smell your arm. Is there a taste arm. on it? I'm not going to... I doubt feel it. comfortable tasting Yeah, these are not flavored. Yeah. It but they're kind of pink, ones. which is cute. Yeah. Pink condoms. It would be so cool if instead of a reservoir tip, there was the shape of a bear's head. <laughs> so cool. I don't know what that would do for you. Um, 
I don't know, but judging how some women, when you're like, oh, you should get a sex toy, and they're like, yeah, I should. I want something really cute, and they go for like the cutest, pinkest, like adorable thing because it makes them feel more comfortable with sure. their toy and that's a, f- a great choice it's totally fine but i just imagine like that would be like you know oh i'm a little nervous to have sex oh but there's a bear on it now i'm excited now and i'll have sex <laughs> you know yay i know yeah this is the type of thing that if they like tried to give these out in schools people would freak out <laughs> it's like joe camel selling you cigarettes that's totally what it's like <laughs> yeah no, no, everything's fine. <laughs> Come over here and suck my dick. <laughs> That's terrifying. And kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> suck my dick. Um, no, so I go Wait, up. do you want to keep, what do you want to do with this? Katie, I, do you want this condom? Unroll the, I want to unroll the, I'm going to. Unroll the condom and make a balloon out of it. I want to see how, um, no, because if you blow up the condom and then tie a knot, then you can kind of see the sizing totally. and whatnot and the shape of it. So, it's down my index finger and it's almost completely rolled out. Is that small? That is small. Okay, I, I, it's just American penises, Japanese penises, apparently slightly different. Um, but also, I think the latex is thinner. Maybe it stretches more. It is also kind of sticky. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's not very lubricated, is it? Oh, no, it rolls out a lot farther, actually. Okay. Yay. This might actually be... I mean, I love Japanese condoms, kimonos and crown longer. condoms. Oh, that's actually a pretty long condom. Yeah. It's, it's Blow it up. Blow it up. All right, I'll blow, blow it up. Blow it. Blow it. Blow it. Suck my dick. Do it for me. I don't know. Do it for your country. Whoa. Wow, that is a balloon now. I meant like... You should probably take a picture of this, Katie. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, my God. That's a really big Japanese condom now. It's like a watermelon size. <laughs> I'm just smacking it. I'm smacking ah! it. Bah. I still have more to blow into. I just meant put a little air in it so that we could see the shape of the condom. Oh, you didn't want it to be <laughs> the size of a huge. watermelon? <laughs> yeah, this is how big it gets for me. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Ladies. But this is proof that condoms stretch. You know, and you can, wow, that's really good latex. It hasn't popped or anything. It really does make me wonder why Magnum condoms exist. Uh, they do start to bind and wrinkle. Constrict, I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, and that weird wrinkling thing that the latex does when when it's a little bit more on the tight side gets, totally. can be very vaginally irritating, I found. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, so Japan was really fun, but I want to show you a couple things that I bought. Okay. Before we wrap this up. Okay? Yes. Okay, do it. Wait, why am I saying doing it? Okay, do it. <laughs> okay, first of all, okay, I didn't buy any rabbits or crazy because there were lots of, you know, the rabbit is like, a, a penetration like a dildo. <laughs> Do not hit me with that penis condom, Chief. Don't hit me with that penis. <laughs> I did not hit Sandra with my penis. penis just chief. to, just to, uh, you know, clarify. Okay, what is this? Okay, this is a Hitachi Magic Wand cover. Lots of Hitachi Magic Wand covers exist mainly to become dildos. Okay. This is a masturbation sleeve that attaches to the top of one. Oh no way! I've never seen a sleeve for uh, male bodies. I got really excited, and I totally bought that. I don't know when I'm going to use it on a friend, <laughs> but it's going to happen. Sure, on a friend. Yeah. Chin, chin, buru, buru, it says on the bottom. Is it what does that? that mean? I don't know. It says merci back here. Really? Yeah. Chin, chin. Okay. What is that language? Is that? I don't know. But anyway, English. so I bought that because I was excited. Uh, I saw lots of rabbits. Um, there was even a rabbit that looked like a penis, and then the outside part. You just enjoy <laughs> smacking me with that condom. I will. Young man. Young <laughs> okay, man. I'll Went stop. down the con- we're just smack we're just playing volleyball with a blown up condom in here we're so mature a gundam condoms giant robot whoa let me see that it's like yeah i'm gonna take pictures wow i'm gonna blog about this they're called sac 2 condoms type m6 06 s series i want to know i want to know i feel like there might be a a you want me to open it Uh, not yet we've already opened a condom yeah it's just so much look what happened Okay, this I'm really excited about. I know that the, the material is probably slightly toxic, so but this is a stretch for me, but I had to. These are gloves that are jelly, like they're jelly, like tentacle gloves, so that if you lube up your hands in these gloves, it's just like squishy. Sure. You hand jobs, vulva massages, all sorts of stuff. I want to totally lube these up and just see what it feels like to like get off with these. Yeah. Um, or give someone a high five. 
Both. Or you got two gloves. You yeah, can you get each other. two gloves. But yeah, I don't. It's just it's exciting. What? No, it's so cool. Yeah, I've never seen these before. Oh, and there's no tips on the so your fingers come out. Oh, even better. That's yeah. nice. I do dislike it when you lo- like. I hate when penis. Um, sleeves to like thicken or lengthen exist and then your head is totally covered kind of bums me out because I'm like but what if you want a head sensation what do you do yeah so I like that your fingers are able to, to do stuff oh these are my faves I have not tried these yet nipple suction cups that look like little pink antennas whoa what wow the girl on the packaging for this is so hot um yeah, you she's know? pretty cute she's super cute um Oh, this reminds me. Wow, those are crazy. I don't know how to describe these. They look like, you know those like those bells in hotels that you use to like call the bellhop? It totally that's, looks like those. That's what the, the nipple suction things are shaped like. A pink. Yeah, and with no bell inside. So I came back with some gifts. Okay. Mainly there's lots of snacks and stuff we're going to like nosh down on after. Mm-hmm. But I have this for you, Dave. Oh, no. I didn't mean to say, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoa, what is this? Thank you. Are these are these panties? No. Okay. <laughs> I can just I mean, we can we can source those from American Apparel. What is this? A masturbation sleeve. Oh, okay. With a hot Japanese female on the cover. Well, she's holding panties, and that's why I thought that this was like a package. <laughs> Maybe of there panties. are panties in there. I don't know. I don't read Japanese. Do you want me to open it? I th- I thought of you. Yes. Thank you. This I was is like, cool. what can I get? I've never Dave? ever used one of these ever. I guess you knew that. That's right, and I keep saying I need to get you one. So this is this no, is it's your... just a sleeve and a loop. I guess. Oh, oh, that's good. You're prepared now. <laughs> yeah, I know. One stop shopping. Whoa, this feels so strange. Jerking off. It's like gelatinous. Ugh. Katie's disgusted by this. Yeah, just I. What if I gave this to Katie and and didn't tell like for Christmas? Or <laughs> 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 I didn't tell you. Well. Another thing I noticed at the adult store, which I also saw at a regular store, and I don't quite understand, are women's disposable panties. Uh, so, Katie, I got you some really sexy panties that you could only have to wear once. And uh, the copy on this reads, women's disposable panties, size M. We're just a heartbeat away. One touch could make it happen. We can reach for each other, the other side if we hold on to the passion. Is the reason because you can like tear them off or something? I don't know. Maybe, Maybe you can rip them for. off. Yeah, you Maybe rip them you off. rip them off. I don't know. Um, but I just, I want you, Katie, to reach the other side. And I want you to hold on to the passion. So here are some disposable panties for you. You, you want her to reach the other side. <laughs> I so don't silly. understand. But I hope you look really sexy in them and stuff. Thank you. You're welcome. Romance. Keep the romance alive. I just threw that condom and uh, condom wrapper in the trash in at the Nerdist Podcast Studio. <laughs> nice, hot. <laughs> yeah, whoever records here next is going to think something crazy went down. Um. Yeah. So, sex nerd in Japan. I. Yeah, you, it seems like you won. It seems I, like you did what you needed to do. There was just so much. I'm going to blog about it because I have a lot of pictures and I have a lot of thoughts and it's just I'm it's still very fresh and kind of just this whirlwind of of bizarre. I mean just the there are so many Japanese schoolgirls and they all wear knee-high stockings and uh short pleated skirts Sounds everywhere. Great. And just everywhere. And then you go to the sex stores and then there are the exact same outfit you just saw on a 15-year-old in the store. I realize we have we're into schoolgirls here too, but it's just to such a degree there. The, L- the Lolita complex is fascinating. Huh. Oh, my God. It's a little scary. Eh. I mean, I think it's the innocence. Sure. I know. No, I get it. It's the innocence. But you say Lolita. You know what you I mean? Know. Yeah. I know. I got it. Anyway, Dave, thank you for letting me decompress about a very... Sandra, you are welcome. Thank you for place. the uh, penis sleeve with, yeah. the, <laughs> with the hot girl in the front. Only the best for you, hey, my friend. Hey, thanks. Hey. Sex nerds. We gotta rewrap this and give this to Katie <laughs> in a Christmas card. Excellent. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna do that. I promise. <laughs> give it to my dad. Oh God. No. <laughs> oh no. Oh God. Oh God. Oh no. You wouldn't be the first person to give a sex toy to their parent. Right. Oh. Anyway. All right. We gotta go. We do. That's such go. a do. Yeah, we do. It's an anniversary thing. We gotta do. Yeah. Because we've been married a whole week. It's time for our anniversary. <laughs> yeah, it's time for our anniversary. No, next week is our anniversary. 
You're Utah, welcome. Utah, wherever you are, in Japan somewhere, I appreciate you. And I appreciate all the Stay listeners up, man. in Japan who were like, hey, I'll show you around. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't hang out with all you guys. I love That's you. too bad. Or something. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Well, there's nothing more fun than recording a podcast and then realizing how much stuff I left out. Um, so... To finish the story, I was trying to tell Dave before the condom came out, and then we were just totally having a ball with all the goodies I brought to the table. Maybe that's the thing. We just got distracted with all the toys. Um, uh, I did, in fact, go back to that adult store and uh, ask to have my picture taken in exchange for a discount. Um, I was definitely nervous to do it because that's not something I usually do, but I couldn't not experience what... Because that's not something I've never seen that before. That offering of, of picture taking in in a lingerie setting, I just I had to. And plus, I chose things that were really basic and stuff that you could wear to the beach. It wasn't a big deal. But the interesting thing was that the employees were incredibly hesitant to do it, and they were questioning that I was aware of what I, I knew that I they knew that I didn't speak English so they were just triple checking and they were pointing at pictures and they're like we're gonna see your face and I'm like I know you're gonna see my face it's totally fine and so there was this shame element that I was surprised I thought they were gonna be really bold pull out a Polaroid camera no big deal they actually once I uh they're very respectful I went to the dressing room I put on my first little outfit and then I called to them and the girl came out with her camera and she they had blinds all around that section of the store so that the entire section was closed off just so I could come out and take a quick Polaroid picture of me in a little bikini. Like, and I'm not even really in shape. So believe me, this is not like hot stuff going on here. It's really just, here's a picture. Not that sexy. Um, but the care and respect and the, just the little bit of shame around it was so strange to me. Um, cause I, I don't really do that sort of thing, but I, I had to, and it was, I'm so glad I did cause it was a very interesting experience. Anyway, um, I forgot to finish that story, but there are pictures of me in Japan. Um, yeah, and I, I smiled boldly. So a lot of those people were frowning in those pictures and I wanted to say, Hey, Sex is positive. There's no shame in just standing here in a little outfit and having a good life. So I brought it, guys. Team fun <laughs> to Japan. Um, also, uh, Yuta, uh, when he was showing me around Japan, uh, pointed out uh, some sex education books uh, for children in a bookstore. And actually, uh, it had pictures of the uterus and the baby growing in the womb. And this is for like elementary school stuff and uh they had pictures of uh eggs and sperm and he pointed out and i asked like what is sex education like here and he said it's very uh fact-based it's not religious based so they just tell you how it is how babies are made i thought that was so refreshing um that it was just really great the thing is is i spoke to a lot of women who were either japanese and married to a japanese male or were filipino and married to a Japanese male. And there was this continuous theme that came up around, one, the lack of sex going on in marriages after a few years, and two, there was a fascinating um, pattern around mm, the fact that uh, after about 40, you weren't even expected to have sex anymore. Like, sex was just not even on the table. Um, there was also a high incidence of adultery and people having relationships on the side. Um, and I asked, like, well, why don't you talk to your, your spouse or why don't they talk to their spouse about possibly opening up the relationship? Just communicate. It's like, oh, no, you don't you don't do that. And of course, this is just my experience talking to people living in Japan. And this is not by any means a research uh, report uh, about uh, I didn't ask thousands of people. It was just, you know, a handful of people. But it's interesting to note that I learned people in the previous generation now who are like in their 50s and 60s. Uh, it was told to me several times by different people that those marriages were generally arranged. You didn't tell your parents no. You just married who they wanted you to marry. Uh, and people seemed to stay together, but just that there wasn't 
romance um, later in the marriage. So, I mean, I arranged marriage is a very complex issue, and it's interesting to delve into. But mainly, I feel like... Because I'm embedded in American culture, and there are so many issues around sexless marriage and spicing it up, keeping the passion alive. And to some degree, seeing a different culture, Japan, struggling with these same things, but it kind of coming out in a different way, and it coming from a different place, was really wonderful for me to see. So the cross-cultural comparison, it almost seemed like we had a lot in common um, culturally in terms of the struggles there, except they maybe it seems more acute and a little bit more extreme to certain degrees. degrees. For instance, those hosts I mentioned um, that cater to Japanese women, uh, one, I asked to take a picture with them and they were hesitant and then they didn't let me touch them or put my arms around them to take the picture. I didn't realize that till after my, my friends were like, uh, you were trying to touch them and they are technically sex workers. I was like, oh, right. I'm just so, I just want to hug everybody. But anyway, I, I was the creepy tourist. Um, the thing about the hosts and, and why th- th- this exists in this whole um, industry is that people, I was told and I asked several different uh, groups of people, why do you go to a hostess or a host? It's because people don't have time to really um, develop strong relationships or there's not really time for dating. So so that companionship, people can just kind of go and get that. Um, so I think the younger generation of Japanese, that it'll be interesting to see how, how, how that develops over the years. And I, I hope to go back to Japan. So interesting. Okay, let's see. I'm talking a lot. Oh, what else? Hmm. Oh, forgot to mention. Apparently, if you go to a massage parlor and get a massage and it ends happily, that is called a health massage. In case you go to Tokyo and you look kind of Japanese and you would like that. Or just find that stuff interesting like I do. Um, and what else? Do to do, do to do. Um, oh, oh my goodness. Just a quick story. Okay, okay, okay. I know I'm going on and on. It's so strange. I'm like here alone talking. It's just you and me. It's sexy. Uh, or just, hey, how's it going? Um, I was talking to a woman who was married to a Japanese man and they've been married for mm, 10 plus years definitely and she has insecurity issues already and they aren't as intimate in recent years Um, there have been some health problems and whatnot and so I don't remember exactly how it went down but summarizing he came home late uh, one night and they were fooling around and she smelled him uh, near the genitals and she noticed that he smelled good. And I, I questioned, I'm like, why? Okay. Is, is that important? She says, basically, yes, because they take showers in the morning and then they work all day. And so for your husband to come home and actually smell freshly washed, that is a really bad sign. And uh, she got totally upset and hysterical and assumed all these things and and i i basically when you show up um when you're a sex educator and you show up and you you meet a lot of uh, relatives you've never met before a lot of new people um and they know what you do for a living yeah you're gonna get some questions so i got some insight into um marital life uh in this country um but i thought it was really interesting that uh especially i guess because of soap lands and there's so much like bathing around in the red light district the fact that he smelled good was um a really bad sign anyway i gave her some tools to work with in terms of uh her processing her her feelings and communicating with her husband in a more mm, a peaceful way that would help with communication and not just blowing up and um, freaking freaking out but that's another story the point is um penis smelling good uh possibly a sign of adultery in japan i mean i guess anywhere if you were to take a shower but it was so specific my goodness anyway oh and one last thing okay i swear i swear uh, I talked to, because there's so many little snippets of interesting information. I, I don't know if you travel personally, um, but it's something, I just love to do this stuff. And I asked someone who has dated a lot of Japanese men. Um, this woman has definitely, you know, been around the dating circles in Tokyo. And I asked her, well, what, I mean, is there any pattern to how they are in bed? I don't know. 
And she said, honestly, well, I mean, they're all different, but they're really specifically focused on technique. Like, and she even <laughs> went so far as to say, it's like a sport to them. But there's not a whole lot of passion. But it, they're very good at technique, but not a lot of passion. It's like a sport. And I honestly, I actually found that really um, kind of nice to hear because I can get like that sometimes, just personally, where I just get so focused on, am I doing okay? Am I doing okay? I need to do it right. I need to do it right. That I forget about just relaxing and just being passionate and developing skill as time goes by so um i don't know we're all human but it's interesting to get insight into another culture and i uh, thank you very much japan i think you're wonderful and uh, quite an adventure and that cross-cultural comparison has been valuable so uh, i hope you all enjoyed um, hearing about my trip to japan all right until next time oh we have so many good episodes coming up all right until next time go team fun now leaving Nerdist.com. <laughs>